It's time for General Hospital Saves the World. One storyline and one life lesson at a time. Not only did they save the world from the freeze machine in Port Charles, not once but twice, but they save us from our bad mental habits and negative thinking. The citizens of Port Charles, day in and day out, go after their passion, pursue life with zest and vigor, independent of the good opinions of others. Thanks so much for joining me. I hope you enjoy this podcast. Hello, GH fans, current, former, and those coming back to us after 30, 40, 50, 60 years. (laughs) This is Caddy Carroll, and I am so glad you could join us today for General Hospital Saves the World, because it does. We are exploring seven impactful life lessons that'll help you and me lead better lives and save the world. This week, as we go into the Christmas holiday, and I'm going to release this one night early on the Saturday night, the 23rd, so you can listen as you're doing your last minute shopping or you're out and about. And the title is General Hospital Saves Christmas because it does every year at Christmas. We see how miracles happen in Port Charles and how the good citizens come together to really save Christmas. The first episode we're going to talk about is where beautiful Britt Westbourne was able to help deliver a baby at the Quartermain Mansion after she and Sasha drove through the snow on Brando's motorcycle. I love it. These two tough ladies driving through the snow to heroically get there in time to help deliver the baby. The baby was breached. And if you're wondering, if you know the episode and wondering why TJ couldn't have delivered the baby, TJ was there but really needed the expertise of an OBGYN which Britt is. Also on this episode, Britt faced her Huntington's disease. Dr. Obrick encouraged her to not think of it as her last Christmas, but to live every day like it was her first, so she doesn't lose sight of the magic around her. And we've talked about that before on this podcast. Don't miss the magic. There's so many miracles that happen in this life and on this episode. In addition to the wayward caroler having her baby at the Quartermain's mansion, Olivia's warm hospitality makes the episode all the more fantastic with all these citizens of Port Charles coming into her home. And she has her leftovers that she makes into a feast for a very full Quartermain mansion. Yes, go Olivia. And Maxie also has a miracle of sorts when her flight to Portland is canceled. But with the help of the Quartermain, she's able to take a boat to the airport in Canada and fly on a private jet But they have to land in Alberta due to the weather. And as it happens, Spinelli and Georgie tried to get back to New York to see her when they realized she wasn't coming. And they ended up at the same airport way late in Alberta. The family went on to enjoy some airport pizza as they spent their Christmas Eve together. After all, another great sentiment, the true Christmas of spirit came from Elizabeth's chats with Scott and Laura as she realized she's been holding on to this grudge against her biological parents for how they had distanced themselves from her. Rightfully so, she had this grudge. Remember, they had been instrumental in Elizabeth repressing those memories when she had a tussle with Reiko and Reiko fell down the stairs and when she found out Reiko was her dad's mistress. So she realized that she should be appreciative and grateful for the parents that have been there for her and focus on them. And that, of course, is Scott and Laura. I love it. 
So many poor Charles miracles happening in one episode all at once. Ah, I love it. All right. Number two, 2019 Christmas on General Hospital. Ned is able to help Jason get Sam paroled so she can be home with her children in time for Christmas. Oh, yes. Ned and Jason save Christmas. And if you would like more proof of one of our first life lessons on this podcast on how fast children grow up on General Hospital. This was only four years ago, people. The children are pretty tiny. (laughs) It was a great episode, though, where Jason came through yet again with a Christmas miracle. And when he first went off to do the errand to get Sam, Alexis thought he was going to do a mob errand of sorts, when in fact, he was going to get her daughter from the prison. Also in this 2019 Christmas episode, this was the year, and I really thought it was longer ago, but when I looked it up, this was the year Finn had his Christmas Carol dream. He really didn't want to be at the traditional general hospital reading of Twas the Night Before Christmas. He just wanted to go home. You know, he was a new father, really, getting used to being a dad. And Anna wanted to stay as she was used to going to that reading whenever she was in town at the hospital. And after the reading of Twas the Night Before Christmas, Curtis came in and announced they were all trapped by another Christmas snowstorm in Port Charles. And Monica started reading A Christmas Carol. Yes. And as she read it, Finn might have been daydreaming or what have you. Maybe he fell asleep a little being in A Christmas Carol as Scrooge. And it moved forward. And, you know, it was all the normal lessons of A Christmas Carol while he was being stingy and saw his own death. And then you had the ghost of past, present, and future as Jocelyn and then Liesl Obrecht and Ava Giroux. I think he really saw himself in that as Scrooge. And as the reading ended, he realized and said to Anna, it was really about love, charity, and joy. And Anna chimed in. She thought it was a good thought for all year round. And then Violet chimed in at the end. God bless us, everyone. Just like Tiny Tim and A Christmas Carol. It was so cute. So it's a good thing for all of us to remember A Christmas Carol and something we should keep in mind all year long. And Tracy really needs to relive this. I think it impacted her that night as well. But I think she needs to relive this every year as well. As we talked about last week, none of us want to become the Tracy in our family for sure. And then one more Christmas lesson in this 2019 Christmas in Port Charles was Mike had been newly diagnosed with Alzheimer's and they were still getting used to having him at uh, Turning Woods. And Sonny agrees to let Gladys, his nefarious cousin, who's now off the show for a good while at least, to have her come and be part of their Christmas celebration. Even though Carly is not excited about that, she has invited Bobby and Brad to be at the Corinthos Christmas Eve celebration as well. So in the Christmas spirit, they all agree and they get along. And the Dev character, remember in 2019, is still on the show. And he tells her about the history of St. Nicholas. And... Jocelyn tells him about the American Christmas experience. So I love this whole exchange of cultural stories and how, again, General Hospital saved Christmas for everyone. (laughs) All right. Number three, 2004. We're going back to 2004, people. Christina Davis Corinthos 
is just a baby, and she underwent stem cell surgery after her half-sister Sam. She had lost her baby, had a stillborn baby, and surprise, her stem cells were a match back in 2004. Alan Quartermain was still reading the Christmas story, and Alexis Davis and Sonny baptized their daughter for the holidays after she was given a second chance at life. And this is after Sonny, he survived another shootout with the mob. I had really forgotten about this part of Christina's early life where she had leukemia. And this is really what forced the revelation of her paternity because Alexis needed to have all Sonny's relatives tested to see if they were a bone marrow match. None of them were, but Sam was being Alexis's daughter. So I believe at the time they thought, and someone correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think Alexis knew yet Sam was her daughter. And at the time they thought the cord blood was a match because of Sonny being the father of Sam's baby as well. You know, Sonny's bithy people. All right. And then there was a yet another miracle in 2004. Remember Emily, Elizabeth, Lucky, Nicholas, all BFFs? They worked together with Alice from the Quartermain Mansion. And Nicholas, you know, was going away to prison because I believe that's when he pushed Helena Castledine, who never dies. So, but I think she's actually dead now. But they thought Nicholas, I think he was getting convicted of killing Helena Castledine, pushing her off the parapet. Watch out for that parapet. People don't go up on it. Edwin, Jamiro, oh my God. They were able to arrange a Christmas dinner of sorts in kind of the holding station before he went to Pentonville for Nicholas and Emily to enjoy kind of their last meal together. So that was very poignant. And again, that Christmas spirit, everyone coming together to support each other and reminds us just to be so appreciative for the time we have together. Taking that moment, just like Thanksgiving, taking that moment, being thankful in Christmas, just celebrating the joy and love we have. All right. Number four. 2012 Christmas episode. The focus is on who will control ELQ between AJ and Tracy and who has the deciding icebreaker vote. But our beloved Lucy Coe, remember she was married to Alan for a short time and in the divorce got 1% of the ELQ shares. And in a tiebreaker, she gets to use that to vote. Now we know in 2023, she gave that up in order to have Tracy drop the deception lawsuit? I still don't know what Blair Kramer got out of that whole deception lawsuit deal, but obviously her ex-husband, Martin Gray, had an idea for the deceptor from Blair, but they haven't really revealed the whole story there. Yeah, the whole storyline. But back to 2012, Lucy is basking in the attention of Tracy and AJ, vying for her favor and her vote on who will run ELQ. A Christmas miracle for sure. The Quartermains have to respect Lucy Coe for a hot minute at least. I love it. And this is also the episode where Maxie found out she was pregnant with Lulu and Dante's baby. Now, it didn't last long. I believe she loses the baby on New Year's Eve, which is interesting, quick timing. But for Christmas, there is a miracle for a moment. And as we know, Maxie goes on to sleep with Spinelli after her miscarriage and not tell Dante and Lulu she lost the baby. And then the baby she ends up having is really hers and Spinelli's, Georgie. <laughs> I just truly love this episode, really, because Lucy and her spirit and not being shamed by the Quartermans, this woman is a force of nature. She always has been and she always will be. 
And we will talk about her in the New Year's episode as well. And in the meditation midweek this week between Christmas and New Year's, as we all need to channel the strength and the spirit of Lucy Coe. All right. Number five, 2014. Classic, classic Christmas episode on General Hospital. The Krampus comes to General Hospital. This is a legendary character from European holiday lore who devours misbehaving children. I think in this episode, even the adults look scared. And if Krampus won't scare these children into being good, I don't know what will. Specifically, though, when I look this up uh, on the like history.com website has a really good uh, breakout of it. The Krampus actually came from Austrian lore. In the Austria's Alpine region, he chases naughty children over Christmas. He's half man, half goat. He might even drag them to hell if they've been super bad. And he's part of the pagan celebrations for winter solstice. And later, this also became Christmas tradition. He's kind of the antithesis to St. Nicholas. And it became known in some regions as Krampus Night, winter solstice. So adults now sometimes also dress up as Krampus, visit children's houses to give them a chill. Oh, my God. And there's also a Krampus... Uh, run in some communities, especially where Austrians get drunk and run through the streets. And the artist Monty Bocamp published a book of Krampus cards in 2004 and kind of brought it to the U.S. with an art show. So there's been a little bit of a Krampus revolution. And Etsy actually has a whole section of items inspired by Krampus. <laughs> get a Krampus sweater, have a Krampus party. And since the General Hospital 2014 episode... A movie came out in 2015 about Krampus. So I think GH again has led the way, educating and bringing this folklore to the mainstream. I love it. General Hospital saves Christmas from Krampus. (laughs) All right, number six. 1983 people, Luke and Laura, John Stamos playing drums at the hospital for the Christmas reading. You know, he was blackie. It's classic General Hospital, and they're always saving the day for the chronically ill children who have to spend the holiday in the hospital. So this reminds us, again, to remember these children, and they need volunteers at the hospital at Christmas, and they need staff like they have at General Hospital to be there for these children, to try to make it as joyful as possible. So if you get the opportunity to volunteer in this way or to give to a charity that does this sort of thing to help children who are in the hospital over Christmas, do it. Make an impact. And hopefully these kiddos will be home soon so that they can go downstairs and find Barbie Townhouse waiting for them on Christmas morning for at least a little while before their brothers destroy them, right? And this is one of Luke and Laura's last episodes, I believe, before they go on to conquer the world. And they are referenced, you know, by Bobby and a few other characters through the years until they come back about 10 years later. You know, they make their big break back on the scene with the pink Cadillac and Lucky and Lulu uh, will be born. It's a very important episode. And with the Christmas celebration, you have Bobby and Jesse, the whole original crew. It's just fantastic. And if you need to get in the Christmas spirit, Pull up one of the General Hospital episodes, whether you have it on your VCR, Betamax, right? (laughs) Actually, YouTube has a ton of them. There's a lot of old episodes you can still see with Steve Hardy reading Twas the Night Before Christmas. I promise you, nothing will get you in the Christmas spirit more than that. It's just so poignant and really reminds us to be grateful for our health and our family and not to take anything for granted. And we talk about that quite a bit on the podcast, but 
you can see Bobby tearing up in this episode as well. And she is an elf and she's so cute. Dr. Steve Hardy talks about that there's goodwill for all and all of us. We can all improve our lives and that love is the most important thing in the whole world. And we should all love each other. And I love at the end of the episode where Luke and Laura are getting ready to go. And Luke says, where are we going? And Laura says, everywhere. So let's channel our best Luke and Laura this year. And again, sure a hospital save this Christmas, right? Channeling love and hope and adventure. I love it. All right, number seven, the most epic General Hospital Christmas will be this year, 2023. Yes, all of us need to look to the future and enjoy this year and know it will be the best of all. What will happen this year? We're not sure yet. We'll find out next week. Is Lulu coming out of her coma? I hope so. Monica will most likely read the Christmas story, we hope. And Donna Corinthos is so darn cute. Oh my gosh, Scarlett Spears is her name, the actress. Oh, amazing little actress. Hopefully Adam will be okay and Trina and Jocelyn can save him from himself. Will Curtis walk on Christmas? Or maybe it'll be New Year's? We know he's looking at the latest protocol and there's hope that he can walk. General Hospital has miracles at Christmas. And this groundbreaking treatment might be it for Curtis. Will Michael drop his vendetta against Nina? Will he let it all go? And you know, if it comes out and Willow finds out Michael has known for months, it will not be good for Michael either. With Nina, even though Nina's the one who turned Drew and Carly into the SEC, it will not go over well for Michael either. Will Dante be okay with his pursuit of the evidence against the WSB? I hope Anna's okay as well. We love Anna and we need our strong women of Port Charles to prosper. And who knows what is in store for Lucy and Martin or Lucy and Scotty? I do feel Lucy and Scotty are meant to be together. Just saying. Maybe the Christmas spirit will bring them together. All in all, everyone must watch general hospital at christmas it's like watching doctor who at christmas and by the way there's a new doctor who this christmas and if you haven't seen the three david Tennant doctor who's that came out this month amazing david Tennant is back donna noble is back with doctor who you gotta watch the christmas episodes on Doral hospital just like the thanksgiving ones because something amazing happens every year whether it's Brit delivering a baby or Lucy Coe holding court over the Quartermans or Luke and Laura wistfully saying goodbye to their Port Charles to go conquer the world. Anything can happen at Christmas. Anything can happen in Port Charles or in your town for sure. I hope you're all enjoying a good Christmas, doing your last minute shopping. If you're listening to this before Christmas, remembering the love and the joy and reverence for each other that Christmas is all about. Take care. Have a great holiday, whatever your faith, and love each other. Don't be catty. Use your big mouth for good. And remember, I'm always looking for guests for the podcast. If your life has been changed by General Hospital, I'd love to have you on. And as always, check us out at C-A-T-T-E-E-Girls on Instagram.